Hello and welcome to Surveyor Says, the podcast from the National Society of Professional Surveyors. Each week, we bring you fascinating guests that are involved in the profession of surveying. We cover a lot of ground, including table lay talk with Gary Kent, point of order with the NSPS Joint Government Affairs Team, future focus, highlighting current and future leaders of the profession, and everything survey-related in between. Thanks for joining us here on the podcast and hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Surveyor Says. Hello and welcome to another episode of Surveyor Says. My name is Tim Birch and here we've breezed past the July 4th holiday weekend and my wife's aunt used to always say that, well, you know, once you get past the 4th of July, the summer is just it's all downhill from here. Well, I got to tell you here at NSPS, uh, we're just getting started. So we've got our next episode of what we call from the director's desk, and we'll catch you up on what's been happening for the last three months since the, since the last episode, because there's been a lot of stuff happening and, uh, we'd like to catch you up. Just, uh, keep an eye on what's what to expect uh from the next three months and beyond because there is uh there's a lot of things looking up right now well we'll go back back into the mid mid april time frame that uh, we ended up going down to orlando meeting with our uh contemporaries from the from fig and we're planning this little soiree we, we like this called the 2023 fig working week this will be happening uh, at the bonnet creek uh, hotel in uh, Orlando, just outside of Disney, and we so we went down there. Uh, contingent of us went down there to check out the hotel, check out all the conference space, the exhibit hall, all of the the setup that's going to be for this pretty big conference. This is the first time that uh, NSPS has been able to to co-host uh, an international event on U.S. soil in over 20 years. The last one was the FIG Congress in 2002 in Washington, D.C. So uh, it's an opportunity for us to get back on the international stage. We're really looking forward to a great conference. And so uh, we've got things uh, in the planning stages. When to stick around, you'll get some more information. But those dates are May 28th through June 2nd of 2023 down in Orlando. And uh, watch the website and uh, other announcements, news and views and such, for for uh, for more news on what's going to actually happen with that working week. We're looking forward to it. Then we go forward on into the month of May. And uh, I was able to take a trip to Texas uh, to see some old friends in Dallas uh, and get to meet a whole bunch of new ones. Uh, a little shout out to Chapter 5 of TSPS. They're based out of Dallas. Um, my my uh, good friend Chris Freeman uh, is the current uh, Chapter 5 president. Uh, he held a little uh, a little seminar, a little get together at his office. Uh, we maxed out uh, his conference room uh, with 50 some people. Uh, it was a great time. A lot of great people, um, good energy, good topics, and uh, really, really enjoyed it. However, well, I, I'll bring this up because we, we deal with this uh, nationwide on a, on, a, on a regular basis. So uh, unfortunately, I'm, I've been one that's fallen victim to this. We've got theft nationwide of survey equipment and and uh, it's things that are breaking into trucks and and and, and theft. Well, it just so happens Chris and I were uh, at lunch, a very nice restaurant in Dallas, and here it is, survey truck, uh, stuff in the back seat of a crew cab pickup truck with survey 
name down the side of it and smash and grab. So uh, I lost a laptop and a couple of iP- uh, iPads and a whole bunch of uh, personal effects in, uh, in my laptop uh, backpack. So bottom line is in your survey vehicles, uh, on your job sites, stay vigil, keep the stuff put away, uh, even keep it down un- under seat level, under window level, because bottom line is the, the thieves are still out there. They're, they're targeting our, the survey trucks. They know what they're looking for. And uh, even, you know, even if they see stuff in the back seat, uh, they will smash and grab. So let's please be careful out there and uh, just remember, put your stuff away and uh, try to minimize that, that those theft opportunities. What what you can. My laptop's gone. I mean, no, you know, it's just stuff in the in the grand scheme of things. But uh, you know, it can be a lot worse, especially with the, the the thousands of dollars that we have in equipment and a lot of this. Not to mention uh, just headache and uh, lost lost uh, work time. Uh, just keep your head on a swivel and uh, stay vigilant out there. While I was in Texas, though, and I finished on a higher note, I was able to meet with the board, uh, TSPS Board of Directors and uh, sat through a couple of their committee meetings, including government affairs and their membership. Uh, a lot of, like I said, a lot of great new, new relationships, great new uh, energy. Uh, there's a lot of good things going on in, uh, in, in serving around the country, and, and Texas is one of them. Their chapters, all 20 of them, are, uh, are pretty vibrant. And so, uh, like I said, we were able to, to connect on a few items and really look forward to working with TSPS. And uh, actually, we'll get into that in a little bit, uh, something we are partnering with them in the coming weeks. A couple other trips we was able to make uh, this year. Uh, so far in the last three months, uh, made a trip out to Las Vegas uh, for Hexagon. Was able to see the latest and greatest in technology uh, with their uh, with the, with their conference. was the first time in, th- in three years uh, since 2019. Good to have people back in, uh, back in person. Uh, uh, really good show, very well attended, and a lot of great new tech has, has come out. Um, you know, one of the things that uh, we've got to keep an eye on uh, survey wise is the new technology that is continuing to, uh, you know, push the limits on what we can do. Um, the uh, the auto pole uh, tiltable uh, prison pole now is is a really neat, uh, neat feature uh, to go along with our total station. So um, I know more of the um, instrument makers are going to be coming out with them. Um, but Leica is out ahead of it right now. It's a really cool piece of uh piece of kit as uh as some of our english friends would say and uh it's really neat to see so if you get a chance to check it out from there was able to go on to san francisco and meet with uh with all of the representatives for the from the western states in the western federation of professional surveyors uh ben peterson the current chair uh was a very gracious host we had a had a great meeting there a lot of good uh good common uh, themes going on that we're we're looking at nationwide they're looking at from a from a a, a regional perspective uh, one of the big things that we'll I would like to you know really focus on with uh, with Westfed uh, is the CFEDS program we've got it's somewhat been renewed uh, there's a new vendor uh, that's come in taking over the program working with BLM uh, the efforts uh, headed up by uh, Glenn Thoreau and uh, uh, former NSPS uh, governor slash director, and uh, he's been very instrumental in the CST, uh, Learn CST program, and is taking it over as the uh, the, the advisor for uh, for the CFEDS program. 
A lot of good content's going to be coming out of there. Like I said, a renewed energy, and there's so much value to that program. So we really want to make sure that we get that get that uh, the word out that that program uh, really needs to be utilized by our by our tribes, by our government, uh, all these public land uh, opportunities. That's the way to go. Look at the CFEDS program. If you're not one, consider being one. And uh, we need to really make sure that the CFEDS program is uh, utilized to the to the fullest extent of, of, of really what it's intended to, because it goes so much deeper into learning that the public lands survey system. And it's not uh, it's not just the, the, the typical educational uh program that you would go through just to get your your basic state license it's very deep it's very intense um it, but it's very very useful so uh keep that in mind uh, for for all of our public land states something else i'm talking we're talking about uh, the west coast is i'm, I'm very very uh, excited for very very proud of um after several uh, late night zoom calls with with a multitude of chapters um the California Land Surveyors Association is now a 100% uh, membership state. The, the MOU has been signed by NSPS and CLSA. Um, actually, one of the podcasts that we'll touch base uh, on a little bit later uh, was, with, was with their president. Um, we're looking forward to having their membership started July 1. And so we'll have a 100% membership um, with CLSS, CLSA uh, going forward. Uh Great to have them on board because there was, you know, just that one big puzzle piece that was missing out west uh, that we want to get them engaged, be able to uh, do more with CST and Trigstar and a lot of the great programs we've got going on and to learn from them on a lot of things. Uh, one thing we touched, we've, we've talked about uh, hit and miss uh, with the uh, upcoming uh, NSRS uh, new datums coming from NGS. Well, California is a prime example of why these dynamic datums are a big thing to uh, to to put in place because of the moving terrain, the the, the tectonic plates that are moving, um, and everything moves with it. Well, the the new dynamic datums are part of that. So to learn from our CLSA uh, members on why that dynamic datums is a, it's a very very important thing uh, to be able to to move forward with, and they'll have some very very good stories to tell us on on why this this is something we need to make sure and embrace. Another thing that we were able to that uh, we working with our partners at NGS, um, we uh, took part in a congressional briefing uh, back in June, uh, along with our, our counterparts at uh, ERISA, uh, along with uh, Director Juliana Blackwell. We were able to speak to members of, of Congress about the uh, upcoming funding that NOAA is being subject to and the dollars that can be rolled over into NGS for helping them uh, develop and maintain all of the programs that they are working on, not just the, the upgrade for the NSRS, but all of the great things that they've got with with the opus, uh, various opus procedures and projects, and a lot of that technology that they're able to to help this everyday surveyor with establishing and uh, databasing uh, accurate positions uh, all across the country. So uh, we were able to uh, basically uh, speak to the speak to the the progress and the and the positivity of all of the things NGS does. So a little shout out to uh, our good friend Brent Jones with Eurissa that uh, that I, he and I sp spoke together on 
on those that subject, and uh, I think it was very well received. That uh, you know there is a lot of value there in NGS, so it's important that we we maintain uh, these types of relationships and can con- and can help convince uh, our congressional leaders that yeah, this is where this is where the necessary funding needs to go. Moving on, uh, another another board meeting I was able to attend was uh, the Maryland uh, Maryland Serving uh, Society's their actual their uh, May Board of Directors, and once again it was a very well attended uh, in person back in person for a change. Um, 40, 50 people, uh, like I said, great uh, great conversations. Nice to make new relationships with uh, members of, of MSS. Uh, bottom line is, is that we do have a lot of good common themes going on, uh, getting people back. Uh, you know, obviously we've coming out of the pandemic, we've been working, uh, out in the field, being able to do those things, still, uh, maintaining that, but it's everything going forward with, uh, with our associations, with our affiliates at the chapter level, at the state level. Um, so it was good to, to meet with their, their state board and, and talk about the things that we are continuing to advocate and pursue uh, in the promotion of the profession. Speaking of promotion of the profession, uh, we've got an exciting new video that uh, was completed uh, for the CST board. Um, it's uh, it's actually it's out on our YouTube channel right now. There's uh, we've released it in a couple of different places. The link to it, uh, very well done. The message is great there. That. Really, it's an it's an impressive video in that how it speaks to the employer and the benefits that the employer and the employee have uh, by implementing the CST program. It provides the employee with an opportunity to have a career path that we're able to to learn and 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 step their way up in a career, and it also provides so much value for the employer knowing that that person that they've they're. In, they've employed they're engaging with that they've got they've got a direction in their in their career they've taken this certification to where they know something about their certification and know something about this career that they've they're investing in it's a like i said it's a win-win for for both the employer and the employee check it out uh cstnsps.com there's the links there to the video out on our youtube channel uh it's it's a it's very very well done and uh appreciate uh Alan Sheaves and his team for, for putting that together. Another part of what we're trying to uh, work on as far as promotion goes, um, one thing I'm very proud to, to, to say that our scouting committee has been reinvigorated we, with the announcement that the uh, Boy Scout Jamboree uh, is going to be held again uh, next July, the end of July 2023, uh, back in uh, Bechtel, West Virginia. Uh, so the, the scouting committee has, has basically reassembled. We've got a new chair, a couple of new members with a renewed, uh, renewed, uh, passion for, uh, basically making sure that this, the, the, the scouting merit badge doesn't go away. It's one of the, it's one of the original merit badges. However, it's way down the line because of the amount of time and, and effort it takes to put it together. But we're finding individuals that want to do that, that want to, uh, be trained that uh, that qualify to be able to, to teach this merit badge. So I think we're going to see a lot more passion be inject reinjected back into uh, the scouting merit badge. So uh, stay tuned for more opportunities uh, for the merit badge for uh, 
training clinics, teaching clinics, and then opportunities to go and help with the, the scouts on, on being able to, to effectively uh, train for that badge because it is a critical one. And there's a lot of other things that's going to tie into to surveying and scouting that uh, I think we're going to try to modernize it with the best we can. Um, so stay tuned. There's a lot more great, uh, great information coming forward with that. Getting back to Texas, uh, actually the week um, this, this coming up shortly here, July 10th through 12th, uh, we are going to be uh, co-hosting a, uh, a double booth at the American School Counselors Association, uh, this year being held in Austin, Texas. We're, we're, we're partnering up with TSPS, and this will be our sixth year uh, at, the, at the School Counselors Conference. Um, typically they are, they anticipate 2,500 to 3,000, uh, teachers and school counselors. Well, this year the, the, the registration so far is at 4,500 and, uh, they're still coming in. So, uh, we've got a good team going down there to, uh, to Texas, um, into Austin to be able to, to partner up with TSPS, uh, Tim Murphy, our, uh, workforce development chair, uh, Illinois director is going to be heading up the NSPS contingent. Uh, because my good friend, Chris Freeman there from, from Texas is going to, to help as well. Along with, uh, Lind and her staff from TSPS, we are anticipating a great turnout. Like I said, simply by the numbers, uh, with a lot of, uh, um, uh, also a shout out to, to Cam and Ben Lowe. They're going to bring in their sandbox, uh, to, uh, like I said, to kind of help draw in the, you know, like flies to honey, uh, you know, that, the augmented reality sandbox really turns some heads when when uh, these teachers and counselors see it. You get the, they get their hands in it, and then you can pounce on them and tell them about how great uh, surveying and geospatial careers are. And because we've been there several times, people are starting to remember us, and 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 we are getting calls after every conference now saying, "Can you get somebody to my state? Get somebody to, to you know to to my school, my district, uh, what have you." Uh, it's it's a great opportunity to tell the story about why surveying and geospatial is that great career uh, that you just never think of. All right. Uh, one last thing that we want to touch base on as far as the planning stages is we do have our fall business meetings coming up uh, in in uh, the middle of October. Uh, this year we're going to uh, we're going to be in Tulsa. Uh, we've got a couple of days of meetings and uh, our board meeting. Uh, along with our pack golf outing, we're we're working out the details right now on on the golf outing itself. I think we're going to do a combination of of uh, some regular golf and maybe some par three stuff. Uh, working out those details now, but uh, looking forward to a, a a good meeting. Now that we've had a couple of uh, a couple of uh, business meetings under our belt, back in uh, back in person, getting away from the hybrid uh, component of of this, it just it. It just it works out so much better when everyone's together for this meeting. Uh, we really get some things uh, ironed out and uh, a lot of good progress. Plus, it's nice to reconnect and uh, and to and to experience that camaraderie again. One announcement I would like to make, and this is a to me this is a very uh, substantial announcement that uh, it's I think it's very important. It's really setting the tone. We know of a few schools, especially a couple in Texas, that are working surveying into their curriculum um, through their their vocational part of their uh, their their high school program. But we now have uh, a technical high school in Pennsylvania that has 
applied for a student chapter of NSPS. Uh, they're, you're utilizing the CST level one and level two for part of, part of their curriculum, uh, but they've applied and they meet all the criteria that a college course would um, with their advisors, with the curriculum, um, but they're doing at the high school level, starting in the sophomore sophomore class uh, up through senior. Um, so big shout out to Bucks County Technical High School and the civil, civil technology program that they put together that they've uh, invigorated a surveying component in there, which was is fantastic. I mean, and the, they've got a, it, it's the course is full that the, that the kids and literally kids at this point in time, my wife gets mad at me when I say high school or even th those are still kids to me that they uh, are experiencing surveying for the first time. They're getting hands on with the, with some of the latest equipment and they're getting jobs. They're getting uh, apprentice opportunities, uh, intern opportunities in high school in surveying. So that's fantastic that uh, they're able to do that. Bottom line is that uh, the quicker we expose uh, st students that that like to solve problems, that like the math, that like the history, that can visualize the the uh, spatial data that we are collecting now, we need to get them out there. We need to get them involved because they can make that that easy tie into a career that's going to excite them, that's going to get them uh, down the road. And if we get somebody interested early. There are so many opportunities education-wise to get them tied in, whether they take some time off and, and go to a, a, a two- or four-year college uh, full-time, or if nothing else, the pandemic has taught us that we can do these things remote, we can do these things hybrid, that uh, somebody that's learning you know, on the job as an apprentice, as an intern, you know, all day, and then maybe take some time with some, with some labs, with their online coursework, in, in no time, they can have they can have the education that goes along with that experience, and we've got our next generation of surveyor or geospatialists. Uh, bottom line, it's a great opportunity. Uh, so kudos uh, to Bucks, Co Bucks County, and uh, we look forward to coming out there in the fall uh, to meeting with with the educators, meeting with the students, and uh, really seeing where, where this program's taking off. I think it's something that uh, we're going to see more of these around the country. But this is the kind of the call to action to you, the surveyor. Help us. We need those professionals to be able to help put these programs in these in these schools, whether it's high school, whether it's college, whether it's community college, what have you, to be able to provide your expertise to get that done. So consider that. Uh, there's a lot of upside to this. Um, nothing ventured, nothing gained. So think about that. Consider that. And uh, we'll see where the future takes us. Another opportunity I was able to have uh, back um, end of April, 1st of May, I was able to meet up with uh, some local surveyors here, uh, actually uh, from Maryland and Pennsylvania, um, that, are, that have a, are sharing in a common goal, that they're working with the uh, uh, Maryland uh, Historical Society, and they are inventorying the Mason-Dixon stones. Um, for me, I mean, it's it, growing up in Illinois, most, you know, all of my career has been in Illinois. Uh, it's something you know about the stories, you know about, you know about uh, 
uh, Mason and Dixon and how they, you know, laid out the line, whatever you've, we've, I've read the stories, uh, to be able to go and join these, these gentlemen and go out and, and find these stones to, to map them with GPS, to, to basically inventory their condition, uh, take photos and establish, uh, all the attributes that are going to go into this, uh, database was phenomenal. It was, you know, the fact that, you know, I realize there are other parts of the world, Europe and such, where we're talking centuries old. Well, to be able to stand someplace over a, over a crown stone uh, that's been there 240 years, knowing that uh, these men, uh, Mason and Dixon, uh, put these, you know, established this line and watching the stars at night and aligning themselves and then setting out, setting out this, uh, this latitude line. It's, it's phenomenal. Uh, it was really a great, uh, experience. So I'd like to thank, uh, the, the Maryland society and the Pennsylvania society for allowing me to tag along. Uh, got some great pictures out of it. And, uh, it was an experience that I will never forget. And, uh, if I think we're going to be on, there's a, there's this, the, the Western section of, of the line. There's a lot of monuments out there, uh, out in the, the, uh, hills of, of, uh, out towards the West Virginia that haven't been found in a long time and they're going to be hard to get to. And they're, uh, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a, a trek. Um, but I'm hoping we're able to put something together and, uh, and make a little pilgrimage pilgrimage out there to to try to find those probably going to be cold weather time to wait for all the foliage to be down but looking forward to it it uh, should be rather an interesting uh interesting opportunity would like to take a moment to 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 thank all of the guests that have been on the uh uh podcast uh since april uh i would like to thank john palatiello and for sitting down with me and talking about the proposed Davis-Bacon changes, um, you know, that was one one thing that came down, kind of caught us by surprise uh, there in uh, March with the announcement of this basically a, uh, not an overhaul, but a, some radical changes, proposed rule changes to the, to the Davis-Bacon. So John sat down with me. We went over why these changes are bad uh, for the surveying community, why it's not applicable to put uh, surveying back under a, a labor uh, type situation. Uh, a lot of great, uh, great input from John uh, led right over to a, a great town hall that we were able to have. And hopefully that'll, that'll uh, kind of trigger having more town halls down the road. It was very well attended. A lot of great questions. Uh, but that was, that was a good, uh, good podcast and uh, really appreciated John doing that. Um, another one that I really want to shout out to is Gary Kent that uh, we did another table a talk. And, you know, the thing there was that uh, we're constantly being bombarded as surveyors by attorneys saying, well, you're the first you're the first surveyor that that won't agree to this certification or won't agree to not, you know, to show this on the survey, what have you. Um, No, we're not. Uh, It's the same lie. They are all telling (laughs) that they're telling all surveyors and uh so Gary and I had a good laugh and went through a lot of that and why we should not agree to any of these changes in certifications, why you don't show things on the plat that uh, they are wanting you to, the, to stick to the certification, to stick to the standards, and why it's a, and why it's in your best interest as the signing surveyor to do that. So 
Uh, great talk uh, from Gary. Was also able to sit down with our current president, Amanda Allred, and uh, got some background on on her career and where her perspective and goals are going uh, during her her tenure as as president of NSPS. Uh, great conversation, uh, a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of energy, um, a lot of passion there for uh, for diversity, for inclusion, for equity, and that it is something we have to. Be, be cognizant of because the profession has changed so many different uh, tasks can be done by literally anyone uh, that has the desire the passion the knowledge base to be able to do these things so we as the profession have to be open-minded and make sure that we are able to go forward and be open to anyone that wants to be part of this profession because there's you know there's one of those things that we don't want to turn too many people away because you uh, we're not we're not in that luxury of being able to do that. So, uh, like I said, great conversation and uh, appreciated Amanda being on. Next one was a, a young lady I met while I was in Texas. Um, young uh, technician that uh, had kind of fallen into surveying. She actually worked with her father, traveled around the world doing a version of surveying, basically. Uh, laser scanning uh, insides of government buildings and learning how to, to handle some of those, uh, those point clouds and drawing files. And when she got back to the United, got back to the States, uh, she's turned it into a surveying career. And so I uh, was able to, to sit down with Ali Sparkman and a nice conversation about why we do have to uh, embrace diversity, inclusion, uh, uh, equality, because there are that there are so many opportunities and we need those healthy young minds. And, uh, it was such a great conversation with her lively conversation, uh, of why this was very, very important that we, we did this, uh, that when we continue to, to impress upon our young surveyors that, Hey, this is a great career, uh, stick with it. Another one I'd like to really give another shout out to, cause I went back and listened to it again a couple of times. Um, uh, our past president, Tony Cavell, uh, who's now currently the president of uh, AAGS, the American Association for Geodetic Surveying, Tony's passion for the, the I'll say the complicated end of surveying and the geodesy, uh, the geodetic side of surveying, um, is very evident. He's, he's uh, full of great information, full of great knowledge. And a lot of insight on why it's important that we don't forget why we do what we do and maintain that integrity of, of accuracy, of precision, and how all of these systems work together. So um, I'd like to just another quick shout out to, to Tony and say thank you for that was a great conversation that uh, it, it really meant a lot to me. Some of the direction that uh, that he went with with talking about his core stations with talking about geodesy and how it's kind of split a split apart from surveying in the mid fifties. And then it's kind it's coming back with GPS and all these things. What bottom line, great conversation. And thanks to, thanks to Tony for, uh, for taking the time. N next to last, uh, talking about our podcast was the conversation, the sit down I had with, uh, one, a young man I met at the, uh, Maryland board meeting, um, his name is Ramon Labrador and what a fascinating story. Um, he's now the deputy surveyor for the district of Columbia's, uh, surveying office, but to, 
to come to find out that this is a, a, a young man that was raised in Puerto Rico, went to school in Puerto Rico, studied surveying, uh, came to the, the States soon, uh, soon after that, and has worked his way up to uh, a pretty prominent position uh, within, the, within the surveyor's office there in the District of Columbia. A lot of great insights from this young man and why it's important that we do stay engaged with the, at the chapter level, at the state level, at the national level, and how the camaraderie and the, 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 the networking and the mentoring is very important to this profession. Um, for any, any gender, any race, any creed, any color, what have you, we are learning from each other. And uh, he, was a, he was another a nice conversation to really press, uh, press that point home that we all are in this together. And anyone that has that ambition and knowledge base to be able to, to do what we do, uh, we've got to give him that chance and, and go for it. He's a great example of what you can, what you can achieve when you put your mind to it. Last podcast. I'd like to really give a shout out to because I uh, was able to, to strike up a new, new relationship slash friendship. Um, and it's the current uh, CLSA president, Warren Smith. We've been going back and forth for the last few months uh, with the, uh, the proposed MOU with CLSA and then being able to, to talk to, to Warren about several different things going on in California. And this is one reason why I, I'm, I'm very pleased and proud that uh, CLSA has come on board. Um, a lot of the stuff that's going on in California, Warren and I talked about, um, talking about the wildfires and the effect on the monumentation preservation situation out there, that people don't realize that, okay, these wildfires come through, and not just California, but they're, they're devastating these thousands of acres out here, including lots of, uh, lots of communities. Well, before anything can happen where those communities are burnt down, they have to come through and basically, uh, clear, uh, 12 to 24 inches of, of ground that, uh, all of the, the burnt material is all the carcinogens, all the cancer causing stuff, um, that's on the ground, which takes all of the monumentation away with it. So how important it is to get back in there um, safely and get a lot of this monument preservation done. Um, and who's going to fund that? Who's going to spearhead that? And uh, Warren is also, he is a, a, a county surveyor, so he oversees a lot of that work in his county. Um, but it was a great conversation on why that's important that uh, NSPS and our state affiliates uh, take this joint uh, relationship and go talk to, to the state uh, representatives and to our federal legislators on how we get this, whether it's FEMA or in some other, uh, some other program to get this paid for, um, because it's critical that we do this. It is an emergency relief type situation. It's got to be dealt with. Another thing that Warren brought up, and I, which was a great reminder, and uh, it, you know, it's the little things that NSPS tries to do at times uh, for the profession, but he was he he it struck it really struck home when he brought this up. Um, he just even though they weren't a hundred percent membership state, he was he's utilized all of the materials that we provide for National Surveyors Week, and so he took a lot of that material um, not just to the state to uh, but to his county and his municipal. Um, governing agencies and was able to get get surveyors recognized uh, for National Surveyors Week at all of those levels uh, and to see 
uh, a group of local surveyors uh, in you know in their local municipality, local county, uh, for a group photo with the with the with that municipality, that governing agency recognizing National Surveyors Week uh, was fantastic. And the fact that that Warren stepped up, he he did the legwork, he put the time in, and got these proclamations done. Um, proud to have, proud to uh, call him a contemporary. Proud to call him uh, a fellow fellow member of NSPS uh, as as part of our our national uh, membership program. And uh, once again, welcome to CLSA. Uh, love having you in, and uh, love seeing what Warren's going to do next. Besides seeing all his great pictures that he puts online, uh, great outdoorsman, and uh, all of his pictures have been wonderful. Before we wrap up this week's episode of Surveyor Says, we'd like to give a shout out to our supporting and sustaining members uh, who we just don't think we get they get enough attention. So uh, in no particular order, here we go. Siler Geospatial, Municipal Marketing Distributors, Topcon Solution Store, Surveyor Connect, Nisei CAD Designs, Esri, Airworks, Bernston, Carlson, Diamondback Land Surveying, Dell Technologies, Emlid, Juno Jones, GeoLearn, Krylon Industrial, NCWES, SAM LLC, Schoenstead, Subsurface Instruments, ServeCap, That Cad Girl, Trimble Geospatial, Victor Insurance, American Surveyor, and XYHT Magazine. Thank you to all of those sustaining members slash sponsors who support NSPS and all the programs we have going on, all the initiatives, all the effort that we've, uh, we need the, the, the financial support to be able to do and also help spread that gospel. So we'd like to just say thank you to all of them. Be looking for some changes coming up to our, our supporting sponsorship program. Uh, got a lot of great changes, a lot of uh, great initiatives. Um, be look for, looking for that in the next few weeks. But on that note, we'd like to wrap it up for this week's episode of Surveyor Says. Several good things coming up in the next few weeks, so stick around. Subscribe where you listen to your podcasts, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. You've been listening to the Surveyor Says podcast, brought to you by the National Society of Professional Surveyors. If you have any questions about today's episode or any other topic, please email us at info at nsps.us.com, and we are here to help. Visit our website, nsps.us.com, to learn more about our association, the programs we administer and support, our sustaining members, and information about future episodes of Surveyor Says. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, as well as our podcast host, Podbean. And remember, it's a great day to be a surveyor. Surveyor.